show about sports and everything in between. From a fan's perspective, it's edgy and unapologetic. We break down what's hot in the world of sports and maybe some of what's not. This is the Weekly Sports Drop with your host, Jazz Santana. You know what's creative about not being on camera? I love it that he I, can, can, I, can, I love it that he dances. I can do all these ridiculous dance moves and nobody can see him. <laughs> oh man, I love it, man. That's definitely not dance moves for 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 the camera. Yo. That's definitely radio dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> the way it should be done. The way it should be. Hey, welcome back everybody tonight to the weekly sports shop. Jazz Santana in the studio here, Mary Brickle Village on the campus of Miami Media School with Robbie Campbell doing busting moves, busting moves on the other side. <laughs> What's going on, Robbie? How you doing, oh, man. brother? Do, doing good, man. You know, I, I liked having the camera in here. You know, we get to interact with Facebook. But you know what? The camera decided, you know what? It's time to turn back the clock, and we're going old school. Maybe the camera is out at Ultra partying up a storm. It's okay. I, I like a little old school. I'm, I'm, I'm a little old school every myself. Now and then, yeah, exactly. Every, every now and then, you got to go double tight end, eye formation, and just pound the rock. Which, by the way... Apparently the Miami Hurricanes are going to bring back the uh, the I formation with uh, with realists? a fullback. Yes, <laughs> with realists, with realists, double tight end set. Oh, all right. Oh my. Yeah, yeah. No, we no, we're talking about fancy that. Fancy spreads and spring football. You know what? I got a question. Okay, spring football. What's it all about? What is the purpose behind spring football? Getting guys injured. Okay. <laughs> Aside from getting guys injured, what's the purpose of spring football? And the reason I say that is, you get, first of all, you don't have all your guys in, right? You got to wait till the summer for half the kids who committed. They want to go to prom and stuff. Okay. They, they want to go to prom. Don't. They want to do the thing. They're not early entries, whatever the case is. So you're missing half of your guys that sometimes half of these guys are going to start. A lot of these freshmen, especially with, with us, we're looking for a lot of playmakers to come in and play, right? There's a couple of guys like our number one tight end who's probably going to be our starting tight end, Brevin Jordan, who's over in Las Vegas, not on campus yet. Uh, I don't think Al Blades is on campus Getting his yet. last minute, last okay. gambling in before he, could, before he moves over here. <laughs> right. So what is, what is the big deal? Because then after two or three weeks, spring football is gone. And I remember Brad Kaya, I believe he didn't play in the spring. Remember, remember old friend uh, Greg Olson's brother, Kevin Olson, was a starting quarterback. And then Brad Kaya came in and uh, became the starter. Without Thank even- God Brad Kaya came in. Well, I mean, yeah. All right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's be a, honest. He was a better option than, uh, than Jay Keeps and maybe Ryan Williams. But, uh, Ooh, the, the uh, BYU boy? Yeah, BYU boy. <laughs> well, and Kansas boy. Went to BYU and then Kansas. That's right. That's right. That's right. But uh, So what is it? What's the, what's the purpose with that? Just to me, just because everybody else is doing, it, you don't want to be the school that doesn't do it. I guess. Oh, so you have the op- you have the the the. I don't know. I I think you. I mean, the they, choice not to do it. I mean, didn't the Canes not have a spring game last year because they were uh, because they were under? Well, they didn't have a spring game, but they had spring practice. They had spring practices, yeah. Right. So my point is, why why spring practice? If you, if you have to take the whole summer off again, well, I know you can't I, be on the field because you're only. Dirt, I mean, because because it's allowed. Because there's there's all sorts of rules on practice time and how much you could practice during the season, and the fact that you're allowed to practice in the spring, it gives us like, hey, if, if we don't do it, Florida State's doing it, Clemson's doing it, uh, uh, UNC's doing it, Georgia Tech's doing it. If we don't do spring ball, we're going to be behind. That's the, at least that's the way a coach is thinking. No, and I get that, but what I'm trying to say is, why does the NCAA say you can play spring football? But then you have to completely stay away from the organized practice drills or organized practices with your coaches with anything during the whole entire summer. Then you get to come back and you've got three weeks before you can prepare for your game. For instance, spring football. 
someone gets hurt, right? You, you brought this up earlier. Someone gets hurt. Then what? Then they may be out the whole year. Someone tears an ACL because now to tear your ACL is like changing your underwear. Everybody does it, <laughs> right? So you go ahead. You tear your ACL, you're down for the, for the whole year. I understand that injuries are going to happen regardless whether you're playing spring ball or you're practicing right and, before and the season And to the coach's starts. mind, they're probably thinking they're having spring ball to get these guys in shape so that they don't have to tear their ACLs in August and September. That's what spring ball is for, I guess, to prevent that. The, the, the tearing of ACLs. But then again, guys come but straight But it's the same thing. You're still taking hits or you're still cutting and running routes. So to prevent an ACL injury, the only way to prevent an ACL injury is to not practice. And again, I don't want that either. I'm not saying I have an issue with spring ball. I'm just trying to understand why spring ball is spring ball. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It's a mysterious question. It's a, it's a good question. And it's just, I mean, honestly, we've been just making up answers. I'm like, oh, if I'm a coach, they're doing it. Uh, Alabama's doing it. Auburn's doing it. We don't want to not be doing it. That's pretty much the only reason I can think of. That's my first hot take of the night. I got a lot of them today. Oh. I'm ready for you, baby. Listen, tonight's show, though, we got a good one. So we're going to talk March Madness because it is, it is absolute it's madness. It's All right? It's absolute madness what's going on right now in the NCAA tournament. What's been crazier? March Our Michigan Wolverines are still in it, baby. What? You call it? <laughs> As you're sitting here wearing a cage shirt. Right. Which, by the way, I can't stand this run that Loyola's on because every time Loyola wins, I'm thinking, man, hey, the Canes could have beaten those guys. Here it is. Here's my first official hot take. Sister Jean? Sister Jean. Sister Jean as we all know, is the chaplain for Loyola Chicago, right? Mm-hmm. She's making a huge a huge deal about sitting on the sideline, well, almost on the sidelines there in her little wheelchair, hanging out with her Loyola uh, scarf on or, or shawl or whatever you want to call it for the ladies who are listening. Not too many, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, is she really a nun or is she some sort of witch that's doing witchcraft <laughs> so on the NCAA. I mean, look at the way that they're winning the games. I mean, games. look at the way, okay, the first game, right? Hit a buzzer beater, basically, against the Canes. One by two points. Down, down, what was it? Down one. They were down one, they hit right? a deep three. Hit, hit a deep three from like 28 feet out. Terrible defense by Sam Warren. Second game, wins. down one again. Some some white dude, I don't even know who it is, drives C- the lane. Custer, yeah. Okay, Custer. His name's Custer. Wow, they're fitting. He, he has last day. A little white point guard. <laughs> all right? A little fadeaway that he gets a, you know, shooter's touch, shooter's bounce. It goes in. They win by one point. And again now, a couple nights ago, another, was it another buzzer beater or did they just win by one point? They, they, no, well, they won by one point, but I mean, they were they were up by one, and terrible decision by Nevada. They were down one with 36 seconds left, and they chose they chose to play defense instead of fouling, and then that allowed Loyola to take 30 seconds off the clock. They hit a three, and then Nevada drives down. They hit a three with one second left, but they're still down by one. I mean, and, they, don't have, and, they, and they have to foul. That kind time. of stuff doesn't happen, man. That kind of stuff doesn't happen. What I think they should do is they should go ahead and just zoom in on Sister Jean as these plays are developing. Just have a separate camera for Sister yeah, Jean. Yeah, just uh, it's called a Sister Jean cam. And just yeah, and, and they should just zoom in and see what she's doing. Is she playing with one of these voodoo dolls? What is she? Is she saying a prayer? Is she, you know, is she talking in, in gibberish or whatever the case is? They need to look at her because I don't know what's going on, man. I mean, they're all one point, two point games that they're winning. Okay, I mean, don't get me wrong; they're playing good. They're playing well against tough teams. But Loyola Chicago in the Sweet 60. Well, the Elite Eight now, right? Yeah. The, the Elite Eight. And look at that. The Kentucky loses in the other game. They yeah. were basically at a, Kentucky was basically playing a home game that raucous crowd right. at Kansas State does the unthinkable. And they shot Kentucky. Who would have thought the Elite Eight is Kansas State against Loyola? I had Loyola in the Elite Eight. Did you really? Well, here, here's a funny You've story. You've got serious problems if you had Loyola in the Elite Eight. How many people had Loyola in the Elite Eight un- unless you were at the University of Loyola, Chicago, or whatever the my hell you inten- call it? My intention was, since I, my bracket always gets messed up, my intention was 
Okay, if I put Loyola in the Elite Eight, they're going to lose in their first round because that's, that's how my bracket usually yeah, goes. Yeah, you and your reverse psychology, you always do this. But, You're always talking like this. But I, I learned a vicious lesson that was taught the very first day of reverse jinx school is <laughs> that... I didn't know they had a school yes, of reverse this, jinx This is the school. oldest rule, the number one rule of reverse jinx. Robbie's the valedictorian of the reverse jinx if school. you make your intentions too obvious, the jinx doesn't work. You're therefore jinxing your own jinx. It's like, oh, wait a minute. I'm going to put Loyola to the Elite Eight. They're going to lose in the first game. Watch. <laughs> and, and the jinx gods are like, wait a minute. We know what this guy's trying to do. He think he's trying to he's trying to reverse jinx him. Well, guess what? Wah! They do the switcheroo back on you. And guess and now, now my predictions actually came true. And by the way, so far, that's the only team I've got correctly in the Elite Eight. I have another chance for Purdue, and that's it. Well, Purdue's missing their best player, too. Isaac Haas. So, I mean, they've got a tough game tonight. But just, just know, kids, to pull off the reverse jinx, you have to actually believe that what you're saying is true. For an example, during the football season, I got ripped a lot for picking against the Canes every week. And I could have just... I yeah, tell me about it. I know. I was on air with you every time. I, and I could have said, you know what? I'm doing it to reverse jinx it. But once I do that, it takes away the reverse jinx. So I had to take the punt. I had to take... I had to eat it. From Laz, from you, from every time I walk in the hallways and I'm wearing a cane shirt, the Laz, the... Uh, for the no, he, He's a he's a special, very important person, and on the other building, he's the IT guy. Yeah, IT, I don't I, IT director. IT director. IT. There you go. There you go. Yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll call him his real name. Yeah, yeah his real title, director and of so IT. Every time I wear a cane shirt, and he sees me in the hallway, he's like, "What are you doing wearing that shirt? You pick against the K's every year." And I couldn't say anything back to him because I, I had to preserve the reverse cheeks, so I I couldn't say what my real intentions were. So I had to, I just I had to just eat the eat the punishment from and then and it was working for a lot of the games it worked against Notre Dame worked against Virginia Tech. I'm not about that, man. I'm not about that. I think if you're if you're if you're a Canes fan, you root for the Canes. I root, I'm all well, rooting for the Canes. You can say you can say, well, I don't know if they're gonna win or not, but Whoa. don't take don't take the team that they're playing against. That, that the right? intent was that I, no the intent the intent is you probably had action. You're never supposed to bet on your team on your home teams, man. I don't care what anybody says. Is he, is that, right? that's, that's a that's a, that's a that's a gambling but rule, man. You can't do that. It, the intent was okay. I picked this team; they're gonna lose. So let me pick against the Canes and see if they win. And for the most part, it was working, and then it kind of ran out towards the end of the season with with Pitt and Clemson. And actually, then I did actually pick the Canes against Wisconsin, and that didn't and work that, out. That didn't work out so well, did it? They no, they they. Whatever. But but that was my intent, and because I made my intent so obvious with the Loyola, the Jinx gods were like, you know what, your reverse Jinx, it's not going to work. In fact, you're not only is your reverse Jinx not going to work, you're correct. They're going to your pick is going to be correct to the T, and that's going to be the only thing you get right in the NCAA tournament. And so far, that's the case. So okay, so tonight's games, who's who's playing tonight? You got Villanova against West Virginia. Okay. You got Kansas against Clemson. You got Purdue against Texas Tech, and you got Duke against Syracuse. Be careful with Texas Tech. I mean, I didn't have them coming this far either, but apparently they're a pretty good team. The the other game that I'm looking at is that Clemson game. Was oh, it Clemson and Kansas? Kansas, yeah. I mean, Clemson. Who would have thought? That's another team that's been... They lost their best player early in the ACC, and they've made a run to the Sweet 16. They and, made a run, and they're scoring. And they're they pounded. Points. Just they, pounded they're Auburn. pounding people. I, I'm, I'm, I'm impressed with what they're doing. I think uh, they've, they've got an opportunity to beat Kansas. I'm not convinced. I See, the whole entire season, I haven't been convinced with any number one seed that there is, especially Virginia. And I know they were the overall number one seed. I always thought to myself, 
This team is going to go, yes, they're going to be the overall number one seed, their record. They've only lost two games, and their defense has been able to, to, to pull them through. But this is a whole other ballgame. This is kind of like the playoffs in the NBA, all right, where people just turn it on. I mean, there's a different gear. Even, you know, the LeBrons of the world in the NBA, all these guys, they turn it on when it comes to playoff time, right? So now you got to defend. Yes, you're a great defensive team, but now you're down one of your best players, Okay, and you still got to defend at, at an elite level against all these teams that you don't know. You've never faced them the whole entire year, so you can't you can't uh, uh, plan accordingly for these teams. I mean, you may see some tape on them, but all these other teams that are in smaller conferences, mid majors, whatever the case is, half these teams can really score on you. All right, and there's a lot of teams in the ACC that are not great scoring teams. The University of Miami wasn't a great scoring team. They, they, you know, they went on their runs, and Lonnie Walker helped a lot. But when they lost Bruce Brown, that really, you know, that really hurt them. So you got all these teams like your Loyolas out there, like um, uh, your, your Clemson's, or not even your Clemson, because obviously that's an ACC team. But all these other teams that can really score, and then you run into a buzzsaw against UMBC that just got really hot and just scored all over you. You know what to do. And then at that point, they're scoring points. You don't know how to score because you're averaging 50 points a game. So now what do you do? Now you're playing from behind down 15, 20 points, or you're down 10 points, or you're down 5 points. And these teams are just running up the score, running up and down the court on you. And that's what happened. They, they ran into a buzzsaw. They couldn't defend as well as they defended against other teams because they knew the other teams. They, 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 they practiced for the other teams. They, they coached for the other teams. They don't coach for a one-off. You're going to play this team one time. You've never seen them ever in your life. And all of a sudden, they're going to run up the score and score 70 on you. You don't know what hit you. And then you're out. Just so that. for me, the teams that it's obviously the teams that score the most are going to win. No kidding. But what I'm trying to say is the teams that can really score, that really turn it on in the, in, in, in the tournament, are the teams that are going to win. Regardless of whether you were ranked in the top 25, you won your conference, you were in an at-large bid, whatever the case is, you, if you can score, if you scored in the regular season and you know how to run your, run your offenses correctly and you score, chances are that even against a, a, a great defensive team like Virginia, you're going to get your points. Then it's up to them to score their points, and they don't score that well to begin with. So now those kind of teams, to me, run into this into this problem, into this issue where now what do we do? They're scoring 70 points. We don't know how to score 70 points. How are we going to do it? It's it was it was said before the tournament this is going to be the most wide open NCAA tournaments ever and it's proving to be the case yeah, absolutely the, absolutely craziest I mean you, you may have two nine seeds make the final four like you know you have two nine seeds playing in the elite eight and they're not even the biggest underdog crazy story like hell even, even I I make the case that the biggest story in this tournament didn't make the Sweet, sweet Sixteen and that's UMBC I mean the, making history and a, a shocking. And then not just beating Virginia, but just pounding Virginia by 20 points. And then you have your Loyola making it to the Elite Eight. And then you have your two nine seeds in the Elite Eight. You're going to have a nine or an 11 seed make the Final Four. And we already talked Syracuse, they're an 11 seed. They play tonight. They they had to play the first, the, the first four. Here's the crazy thing. Syracuse was the 68th team to make the tournament. Correct. And now they're in the, the Elite the sweet, uh, sweet, sorry, the sweet 16. And they beat Duke tonight. I mean, yeah, they're, they're, that's another double-digit seed that could you know possibly... Yeah, this this side of the bracket is a little bit more sane, with the exception of Syracuse. You got your right. one five, you got your two three, and but here's the thing. Here's again, and this is another thing. You got all these teams that in the preseason are being ranked, right? And we spoke about this yeah. a little bit off air. You know, you got all these preseason teams that are being ranked based off of their recruiting, right? Based off of their prestige, mm-hmm. right? So the Dukes of the world, the Kentuckys of the world. Kentucky was ranked in the top ten starting off the season, right? 
and they just got run over in the SEC everywhere, whoever they played. They didn't play well, right? They've got a, a whole bunch of these young kids. And I understand these young kids are rated, you know, high, right? They're McDonald's All-Americans and so on and so forth. But it's a different game in the college game, all right? Because you're going to face other guys. It's, it, it, it kind of reminds me a little bit of how... And, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure, don't pay attention to this, but I do because I was a baseball guy. So it reminds me a lot to Division One baseball and trying to uh, um, equate it to, like, uh, uh, junior college baseball, right? There's a lot of teams out there that are D2 teams, that are junior college teams. Your Miami-Dade colleges, your uh, Lynn University, who's a D2 that won a, that won a national title a couple years ago. Nova Southeastern won a national title a couple years ago in D2. Half of those teams that are playing D2 ball or junior college ball will come up to, well, the Hurricanes stink this year, but come up to a place like Virginia or come up to a place like uh, uh, Rice or, or any of these top programs, FSU Florida, and they'll put up 10, 10 runs on them. And they'll, th- and they'll throw a guy, their ace guy is throwing 94 miles an hour. But you've never seen that. And the problem there is that, you know, some of these kids don't get the grades. They don't have the money to go to these schools. Or they, they fly under the radar. And that's what happens, I think, in college basketball also. College basketball also. You get a lot of these kids that are maybe, you know below the poverty line. They can't afford to go to these colleges even if they get scholarships. Well, it's, it's more so with baseball because baseball, you only allowed 11.7. Well, exactly. Absolutely. So Absolutely. Yeah. But still, a lot of these kids are falling under the radar. I know I played, I, not me personally, but I went to school with a lot of kids that could have played Division One basketball and they didn't have the grades to play or the SAT scores or whatever the case was. They end up playing at a JUCO Okay, and they score 30 points a game. That kid could have easily been a D1 guy. And that's what happens a lot with a lot of these kids that go to these smaller schools, but they can shoot lights out. They play great defense. They're not well-known names because they're in a small school somewhere in the middle of nowhere. Mm-hmm. One, of these, one of these teams gets them, and this is what happens. UMZ, UMBC happens. Uh, even Kansas State, who's a really small team. I know they're, they're in a big conference, but even a team like that that's now in the Elite Eight as well. All these other teams come out here and they, they dominate because nobody knows who these kids are, but yet they can still play really good basketball. And that's that's the difference, I think. And, and like you said, I mean, this this March Madness is wide open. It, it's it really is. Completely topsy-turvy. It's, it's bananas. And the Canes were unfortunately a victim of it. And I just can't help myself. Like, I don't know if the Canes would have beaten Tennessee. I mean, I think it could have been that same kind of stressful game there. But then I'm looking at this bracket like, yeah, the Canes against Nevada. Even though Nevada has those two NC State trend, the Martin brothers, the bar, the, yeah, the twins, right? They, they, they trans- I'm like, I remember, like, I remember seeing, like, wait a minute, did those guys play at NC State? I remember them at NC State. I'm like, oh, yep, they transferred from NC State. That's great. And then, and then you know, and now they're playing Kansas State. Like, man, the Canes, the, the bracket would have worked out totally in favor of the Canes, and the Canes could have made a run to the Final Four. Just that one shot. You know, that first game, it could have gone either way. And whoever won that game might be playing in the Elite Eight, even though I'm not sure the Canes would have beaten Tennessee. I'm hoping. Yeah. I was hoping, I was kind of hoping, even though I picked Loyola, I was kind of hoping Tennessee would pound them just so, just so we could be like, okay, you see, if the Canes would have made it there, we would have been pounded. I mean, I sort of rather taken a pounding than lose the way that they did. Yeah, but I'm kidding. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about the, uh, the NCAA tournament, and we'll get into some free agency as well with the NFL. Back on the weekly sports drop. It's all yours. Just keep it right here. Man, I need my football fix. Where can I get my football fix? I need football. 
Football at Flanagan's is the best. It's simple. Flanagan's has the best food, and Flanagan's has the best drink deals. 50% off all beer brands, 11 to 7, Saturday and Sunday. No brainer. Don't forget, Flanagan's famous $5.99 lunch featuring Flanagan's whopping 10-ounce burger. Eight spectacular choices, only $5.99 with the beverage purchase. Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. $5.99. You won't find that deal anywhere. And now, while supplies last, purchase $100 in Flanagan's gift cards and receive a free $20 gift card. A 20% return on your money. Outrageous. Take advantage now. This Flanagan's deal is a limited time offer. Also, every night, 10 p.m. to midnight, 10 free chicken wings with every pitcher of beer, iced tea, lemonade, or soda. Flanagan's legendary baby bag ribs. Plus football. It doesn't get any better. 50% does not apply to any pitchers of beer. Please, drink responsibly. I need football. Hi, I'm Governor Rick Scott. The state of Florida is working to recover from the devastating effects of Hurricane Irma. But we need your help. I am urging you to give your time and register as a volunteer. Visit volunteerflorida.org to sign up today. To donate to victims of Hurricane Irma, visit floridadisasterfund.org or make a $10 donation by texting DISASTER to the number 20222. I'm not a coffee drinker, so every day before the show, you know, after one of those big lunches, I need a little oomph, and I get that from 5-Hour Energy Shots. All 5-Hour Energy Shots feature a new and improved taste. Oh, it's so good. It's delicious. Try one of the original 5-Hour Energy Shots today. Six great new and improved flavors, including berry, orange, pomegranate, pink lemonade, grape, and citrus lime. 5-Hour Energy Shots contain zero sugar or herbal stimulants and are only four calories. For more details on the new great-tasting 5-Hour Energy Shots, visit 5-HourEnergy.com. We are back here talking free agency for the NFL. Also, March Madness, little NFL, I'm sorry, little Canes football. We snuck it in there. Yeah, we snuck it in there a little bit. I don't want to talk about Canes baseball. They're terrible this year, man. It's really? a shame. Yeah, it's. Yeah, they're bad. And they're, they play Virginia this weekend, who's, who's a pretty good baseball team as well. So, But it's here, at least. You know, get your Mark Light shakes, and that's about the yeah, only thing. Yeah, that's, that's what, that's you, what you, everybody looks You're almost better off waiting in the line, the, the, the 45 minute line, to get a Mark Light shake than you're watching the game. Yeah, no kidding. It's it's probably a lot more eventful there. So, um, it's, a, it's a shame for Jim Morris to go out that way. You know, I know I know we make fun of him all the time for his bunting, and probably deservedly so, but you know, he, had, he had gone to the tournament all those years in a row. He was the last team to miss the tournament last year, and just his last two years just going out the way it is it's, it's a rough it's a rough I, go out I think it's time for him to go though I, I you know I think it's time I mean Gino's gonna take over there so whatever isn't it is that is that a, a Tiaga no it's Gino Gino's Gino. gonna take over yeah so getting back a little bit into March Madness a couple games tonight really good games Kansas and Clemson uh, Texas Tech Purdue I think, uh, you know, I think at the end of the Villanova, right? Villanova, 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 West Virginia. West Virginia. That's going to be a good game, too. Bob Huggins over there in West Virginia. Yeah, in fact, the Villanova. Continues West, to work his magic, man. It's the, that press that he does. I mean, It's incredible. And both of those games are going on at the same time, basically. You're going to need two TVs going. Actually, you're going to need three TVs because at 8 o'clock, you got the heat and the thunder. So it's going to be a three-TV night. Yeah, it looks like Dwayne Wade's back tonight, too. Is he? Wait, wait. 
Well, he uh, he was. Uh, I know he, 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 he was listed as probable. And he got moved, wait probable. Yeah, probable or questionable. One it of those. Was, I, I remember seeing it was questionable. Man, did he get promoted to probable? All right, hold possibly, on. possibly. All right, carry on with your discussion while I look up Dwayne. No, Wilson. you know what, March Madness. It is what it is. Go check it out. It should be fun. But I want to talk about what the Dolphins are doing in free agency right now. Right, so today it just broke a little while ago, a couple hours ago. Brock Ice, uh, Brock Osweiler, signed a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins with uh, his old uh, offensive coordinator Adam yeah. Gase. Right, so how do you feel about that move, Robbie? Eh, very eh. That's the best way to put it. Do you mind him being a backup quarterback? I mean, he's your backup quarterback. Remember, he's not going to start here. Look, whoa. there's no way he's going to start here. But that I'll, I'll that clearly it. solidifies the the. the that that Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback here, right? Well, yes, but I feel like this would be even stupider if you draft a quarterback in the first round, which they're talking about. Maybe it's all smoke screen, but is if they draft a quarterback in the first round and Ryan Tannehill gets injured, wouldn't you rather have Baker Mayfield or yes, no, yes, then or or yes. uh, or maybe Josh Rosen or well maybe this then, is what then it have is. Brock Osweiler come into the game yeah so but maybe, do that, maybe this pre- is what it is do they have enough assets to trade to move up because you know I mean everybody's talking about it now right the first four quarterbacks are going to be off the board in the first five to six picks so do you have enough assets to move from eleven to three or from eleven to two take the Giants you know trade with the Giants and give them what are you going to give them because at this point considering what what the Jets was it the Jets gave up to move up yeah. Okay, they gave up a first rounder, two second rounders. Three second rounders. Three second rounders. Well, two of them were this year. Two of them were this year. One's next year, a first rounder, and another seventh round pick or something like that, right? No, it was or just for swapped. the Jets. No, that was it was just it was just the one the the one for, they moved up three spots and they get to give up three second rounders. That's okay. It. Okay. So now what is it gonna what is it gonna take? Is it gonna take two first round picks to move up? Yeah, the Dolphins don't have multiple second round picks as they could trade. Exactly. Exactly. So But somebody might fall to them at eleven and they might I mean somebody may fall to them, but is it gonna be okay, who's gonna fall to them? Because the first four guys are probably gonna be off the board. So who's gonna be left there? Is it gonna be Lamar Jackson that's gonna be well, left here's there? Well, here's what's gonna happen. First of all, we don't know if the Giants are going to take a quarterback at two. They might trade down. No, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Okay, so let's say the Giants don't take a quarterback. Browns will take one. The Jets will take one. At three, the Browns will get at four. They will not take two quarterbacks. And then at five, you have Denver. I would not be surprised if Denver does not take a quarterback. They just signed Case Keenum to, to a pretty big, uh, pretty big contract. And so I, I don't. Yeah, think, but I still think they might go. Quarterback. They might, but I don't think they're going to take the, the the third best quarterback, the quarterback they don't want, the whatever quarterbacks left. If the quarterback they want is there, they'll do it. But if the quarterback they don't want is on there, they're not going to reach for a quarterback. And then after Denver, it's the Indianapolis. They're not taking a quarterback. Right. It, it's a free fraud. Your next drop is at eleven, unless Buffalo moves up, which is the, what they're rumored to do. So Buffalo's at twelve right. They're now, at twelve right? right now. They have twelve and twenty-two, so they okay. might. Yeah, they might. They might. They've got two first rounders now. Yeah, they. they, they yeah, they've had. Two so first. they may. They may swap with 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 the Giants, and the Giants will drop to twelve. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of things that can so happen. So it's possible. Still a lot of moving parts. It's, still, it's possible that that you know, if if the Browns take uh, Darnold, the Giants take Barkley, and you have the Jets taking Rosen, it's possible that Baker Mayfield's there at eleven for the Dolphins. And if the Dolphins really like him that much and really want to draft him, why would you sign Brock Osweiler? Well, so Adam Gase actually worked. Uh, Baker Mayfield out a couple of days ago uh, by him like it was him it wasn't anybody else maybe there was something he didn't see he didn't like 
I'm a huge Baker Mayfield guy. I know we've spoken about this before. And by the way, I don't. I don't want the Dolphins to draft a quarterback. So maybe, and, I, and it comes out is is Brock Osweiler better than Matt Moore for what his price is? I think. I think I'd rather have Matt Moore than Brock Osweiler. I mean, Matt Moore will throw more interceptions, but Matt Moore will take chances. He'll throw the ball down the field, whereas Brock Osweiler just throws five yards. What was Brock? What were uh, Brock Osweiler's numbers while Adam Gase was his offensive coordinator? Was it the year that he started there in Denver? Well, he went five and two, but that was, I think Gase had already left. Yeah, no, no, Gase was Gase. Was yeah, that, he, was that no, Gase like a, in Chicago. Was that a Ron Burgundy moment? That yeah, you know? no, Gase was in Chicago when when when, when Brock Osweiler started. you know had his his moment. So like when he beat New England on Sunday Night Football, right? And he when he had the year that he got his big contract off of, he, Gase was in Chicago. But the year before, he was like, eh, he had like one touchdown. He he barely played though because obviously Peyton Manning was having a super year. Was was that one of Peyton Manning's super years? Was that the year that he was hurt a little bit though, and then an Osweiler came in for him? I know I saw the numbers. Yeah, check the numbers because you know I like to know what his but what his, his numbers but were. The the he his last his year with Houston he led the league or he had the worst right. in yards per attempt among the league. He was at five point something yards per attempt, dead last, like thirty out of thirty starting quarterbacks. He was thirtieth in yards per attempt. So listen, he's our backup quarterback. Man. Okay, you know he Brock Osweiler. Ra- Brock Osweiler rarely played. I'm gonna just. I, mean, I guess I have to create the. This is a retweet, so I'm gonna figure out. There's some guy named CK Parrot. That's a Twitter account. Mm. Brock Osweiler rarely played while Adam Gase was in Denver. He was 17 of 27 for 147 yards, one touchdown, zero interceptions, two sacks under Gase in the regular season. Okay. I mean, he has another stat. During the preseason under Gase, he was 67 of 107 for 70, 791 yards, two touchdowns, but four interceptions and 11 sacks. But that's preseason against third-string defense. Okay, so he knows he knows the offense, obviously, but he really didn't play under him. So it's not it's not a matter of hey, I played under you and and I wanna and I wanna play here, or is it a matter of hey, I'm comfortable with you? I know I'm gonna be a backup quarterback, and nobody else is paying me enough money to play for them. So mm-hmm. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go over there and ride the pine. And, and so. Yeah, that, I mean, I don't, I don't know what his number. His I think he's going to get less money than what Matt Moore is going to get out there in the market. If that's the case, then maybe I'll maybe a warm up to the deal. But I think, what did Matt Moore make last year? Three million? Well, probably more than that. Yeah. I, th- I thought he was like a pretty pricey backup quarterback. So that's the thing. So now Matt Moore moves on, and you're not going to pay him three or four million dollars again, right? Do you want to? Do you want to pay your backup quarterback? If, three it or $4 depends dollars? on what you're paying Brock Osweiler. You know what? And, and I forget, man. I, I forget the price tag that these quarterbacks are commanding now, the starting quarterbacks. So if a starting quarterback can get $20 million, why can't a backup get three or four, right? I guess that's where we're at. That, I mean, I'm looking, up his, I'm looking up his contract right now, last year. Dolphins contract. Right? Yeah. Because there's a bunch of Matt Moore. Is Matt Moore the baseball player? There's Matt Moore. Well, it's definitely not Matt Moore the baseball player. Yeah. So I got to make sure I'm specific with my search. Right. Another move that they made which I loved, which I thought was a great move, was a Frank right. Gore signing. So Frank Gore signs with a one-year deal with oh the Miami Dolphins. Oh, my God, Dolphins. Matt Moore, he was – oh, I was wrong. His base salary was at $1 million in 2016 and then $1.75 last year. Oh, so even less than three. His okay. cap hit was $1.4 and $2.1 each of the last two years. Gotcha. Okay. So, you, I mean, that's probably yeah, what Brock Osweiler's going to make. That's probably what he's going to make. But maybe, yeah, he maybe Matt Moore's commanding more. Two, yeah, his last contract that he signed was two years, $3.5 Okay. So okay. that's where I was thinking the three million, the three and a half. It was a two year, two year deal. So I, I feel like you know, 
Eh, I'm all right with it. I really don't care too much. Well, he would remember it too. But the only thing that it it does change, I think, is the fact that uh, it's it's it seems more likely like they are not going to draft a quarterback in the first round. Maybe later on. And I'll tell you, there's a couple of quarterbacks that I like later as well. Okay, I'm a big I'm a big fan because I like I, I've seen him play a few times, obviously because they've played Miami, but I've also seen him play in a couple other games, and I really like the kid Luke Falk. From, uh, from Washington, Washington State. State. Yeah, yeah. yeah I really like that kid. He's got a decent arm. Uh, he's a big, big dude. Okay. <clears throat> I like him. I like him. I can see I can see the Dolphins taking him later on. And by the way, since we were talking about Dwayne Wade earlier, just got Barry Jackson just said, Eric Spolster said, so it's like Barry Jackson said that. Spolster said, <laughs> just, just kicking it down. Yeah. Spolster said, Dwayne Wade will warm up with the intent to play. There you go. There so. you go. We brought it to you here first, by the way, guys. (laughs) Live on radio, we brought it to you here first. (laughs) That's going to be awkward when we replay this right before our next show next week. It's like, hey, Dwayne Wade's playing. Wait a minute. That was the last one. Yeah, right. (laughs) Well, at least we're not saying the opponent or or time the game is at. Because next week, do they have a game next Friday? I don't know. Ah, Whatever. Anyway, they play Tuesday. They play Tuesday at home against the Cavs, and then they play. Oh, no, no, now I'm in the mood. Moving on, moving on, moving By on. Way, they play Oklahoma City tonight at eight o'clock. I already mentioned it. There. Moving it on. Frank Gore signs a one-year deal with the Miami Dolphins. This move, oh, I like. This move, I like a lot. Oh, okay, this move, I like a lot. Coming back to the coming back to the crib, as uh, the kids like to say now. All right, coming back to the crib. I like this move a lot for a lot of reasons. Okay, I'll give you a couple of reasons why. First of all. Frank Gore is at the, the back end of his career, right? To me, first ballot Hall of Famer, if you ask me, okay? One of the best rushers I've ever seen. But here's what I like about it, okay? What I like about it is he gets a chance to come in here, okay? Because I think either way, Kenyon Drake will start. If Frank Gore starts, it's, it's, it's kind of a formality. It's really not, it's really not saying that he's going to get more carries or anything. But I think, I think the opportunity that, that Kenyon Drake gets to learn from to be honest with you, Frank Gore never had the most strength. He never had the most speed. But but the dude had the best vision, along with a guy like Edron James, another Miami running back. Some of the best vision I've ever seen on the field. When I was in high school, he was in high school. We played against each other. He was my rival. Uh, you know, Coral Gable Senior High School was our rival uh, in football. And so I got to see him a lot play. Wow. And every time that he, he ran the ball, we graduated the same year. He ran for over 300 yards. He just ran all over us, all over everybody. He averaged 300 yards rushing a game in high school which was incredible, okay? He gets to get mentored. Kenyon Jake gets to get mentored by a guy like Frank Gore. He comes in for a, for a way cheaper deal than we probably would have given a, kid, a guy like DeMarco Murray. DeMarco Murray, DeMarco Murray is probably going to command more time on the field than a guy like Frank Gore is right now, okay? So I, I like this move for those reasons. Number one, it's cheaper, okay? Number two, DeMarco Murray probably wanted a multi-year contract. I don't know, I don't know if he was going to get that from the Dolphins. And number three... Kenya Drake gets to get mentored by one of the best running backs, you know, I guess this decade, in the past 20 years, right, Frank Gore. So I like all of those things put together, the opportunity for Kenya Drake to actually be a better running back now with Frank Gore. And you can still go ahead and draft another running back in, 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 in the draft. You know, later on, rounds four through seven, I can see them drafting a guy, a guy like a Mark Walton. Oh. You know, I think that's and and I think that's a good fit. The Dolphins did meet okay. with Christopher Herndon. If we're talking, and about they him. met with yeah. Meaning, talk about that. They they met with Christopher Herndon today as well, who's who obviously is uh, uh, the tight end position is a big need for the Dolphins as well this year. So I mean, there's opportunities out there. Although I I, I like another a, a couple other tight ends a little bit more than I like Herndon. I still think he's athletic, and you know he can go get it. So I'm I'm okay with that if they're looking at him in the later rounds. 
But I got I, I like I like the kid like Hayden Hurst over at South Carolina. I like Mark Andrews. I know you oh, like him a lot from Oklahoma. Mark Andrews, oh. And the uh, oh. what's his name? Gasicki, Pat Gasicki, Pat, Penn State. Yeah, yeah, go yeah, the, for Penn State. Then you have the Jack, the San, the San Diego, South Dakota State yeah, guy, Goder, Goder, Dallas Goder. Right. So I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of good tight ends this year. The tight end class is deep as well. But I like that they're that they're you know looking at these guys, the hometown kids, you know Herndon, and and hopefully to take a look at Walt because I think he could be a good fit with the Dolphins as well. He's a little bit he's he's a little concerned about that four six though. Maybe he was injured running that forty. But uh, I'm okay with that. I'm, what did what did you know Frank Gordon run a four four? Okay, but Frank Gore, and I'm not saying he's Frank. Gore, you know, running. He's not a Frank Gore running back. I'm not saying he's that good. But, you know, Walton breaks tackles really well. All right. He catches the ball out of the backfield real well as well. And so, and his vision is not bad. So I like, I like all his combination of his, all his skills. He's not a huge kid, but he's a strong kid. And I like, I like the way he plays. He's a gamer. I think he's more of a gamer than, than these, you know, uh, workouts with, with no shirt on. Yeah. You know, I'm not a fan. Of, I'm not a huge fan of that. Anyways. But I mean, like Frank Gore can, you know, he's a, Powerful physical back, a plunger, if you will. Like he, he's he gets the tough yards. Mark Walton is a different kind of back. He's more of a, a, sh- a shake and bake. He'll break a tackle, but he's more of a an elusive speed guy. And he runs a four six as an elusive speed guy. It's just like it's a little concerning. But maybe it's because of his recovery from his injury. I, I think he can still be a good player. But well, they said that he was ready to play in the in the bowl game. You know that he would have played had they let him. Or, well, they wanted him to play, but he decided not to. So he can be ready for the combine and stay healthy. Really? Yeah, apparently that's what they said. So uh, I don't know if he would have been ready. I, I think he would I, I think really he would have risked getting real hurt had he done that. No, it doesn't seem like a good idea. Yeah. That, that doesn't seem like the, co- like, something like the coaches were in a bowl game in the Orange Bowl. That they, I mean, he hasn't played in, like, he hadn't played in, like, since week four against Florida State. I really don't think coaches should have been advising him that, to try to play. Well, I'm glad he didn't. I'm glad he didn't, honestly, because I think, you know, at this point, it's... I think, wait a minute, didn't he already declare for the draft, like, before the game? He was probably ineligible. No, no, he hadn't declared yet, I don't think. You sure about that? Or maybe he did, but what was spoken about him starting or him playing was, you know, it was after the fact. Nobody really spoke about that during that time. Uh I don't know. I mean, there was a lot of things that could have happened, but I'm glad he didn't, and I think he's going to do well in, in... in the, uh, in the NFL. So I'm happy about that. When we come back, we'll uh, close it off. We'll talk a little bit more about football. And, uh, you know, I wanted to talk to Eric Morero about spring practice. I want to see if maybe we can get him on the phone. Whoa. Talk a little bit about spring practice. Or we can get into the heat. Yeah, the heat. The heat sounds fun. They do sound fun. Let's see when we come back. We'll find out. It could be dancing. SportsOverTime.com. It's all yours. Just keep it right here. Let me tell you something about Power Pizza. Two large slices and a soda for $7. Lunch special. Can't beat that deal anyway. Also, the big deal. $23 gets you a large pizza pie and 10 wings and a soda. That is the big time, prime time deal of the century. You walk in there, you tell my boy Carlos that you heard about his Power Pizza. SportsOvertime.com will hook you up with a media pie. What? That deal's ridiculous. And garlic rolls. If you like garlic rolls, you can get six garlic rolls for three bucks. But you know what? That's a good deal. Want another better deal? How about 12 garlic rolls for $4? An outrageous, almost a giveaway of garlic rolls. So go right now at Power Pizza. I taught my boy Carlos. And you heard it on sportsovertime.com. You get yourself a free media pie. You can call 305-381-4446. Power Pizza. 
where the power is in the dough. Every day across this country, hundreds of college radio stations take to the air, broadcasting music and programming that you won't hear anywhere else. It's one of the last places where people can really be able to actually say what they want to say. Without it, you wouldn't have a place for local artists to perform. Certain people need to have a chance, a fighting chance, and college radio is that place for it. College radio changes the lives of those who are involved with it and can change those who listen to it too. This is where we start out, you know, from getting all this great experience working in college radio it makes you want to work in real radio. College radio means finding yourself. It helped me find what I wanted to do in not only school, but in life. So support college radio by continuing to listen to this station and supporting the students who make it happen. College radio now more than ever. A message brought to you by this station and the college radio foundation. For more information, please visit collegeradio.org. This is Jeff Fox from the Sports Brothers Radio Show. I want to tell you all about a great company that has totally changed my life. And if it changed my life, it can change yours. I'm talking about Total Life Changes. Yes, Total Life Changes, where the flagship product is the IASO T, commonly referred to as the Skin Tea. In just seven short months, I have lost over 50 pounds. Yes, it's true. 50 pounds lost. And hey, I'm just getting started. Just two 8-ounce glasses a day, and you can lose up to 5 pounds in only 5 days. This is no joke, people. Just visit my website. Go to TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. That's TotalLifeChanges.com forward slash 4801591. Or email GetDadT at Gmail. That's G-E-T-D-A-T. T-E-A at Gmail, and you can be on your way to being healthy and wealthy at the same time. Total Life Changes is also where you can find the Nutriburst. Get your absolute fullest dose of vitamins or the NRG pills for those long days when you need a boost to pick it all up while burning up to 300 calories a day. You can order your health and wellness products, or you can join our winning team and become your own business owner. In TLC, we get paid five different ways, and we get paid every week. Do you know anybody that wants to lose five pounds in five days? Could you use an extra $500 to $1,000 per week? Well, you'll want to try Total Life Changes. Again, visit my website, totallifechanges.com forward slash 480-1591, or email me, get that T, that's G-E-T-D-A-T-T-E-A, at Gmail. Make that change today with Total Life Change. Welcome back to the weekly sports job here in the studio, Mary Brickle Village, Miami Media School, everything. Robbie Campbell on the other side over there with his, with his really sexy heat hat on, oh, yeah. getting ready for the heat game tonight. Against the Oklahoma City oh, big Thunder. Big game, big game. But before we get into that, Robbie's going to go out tomorrow with the whole 790 crew. Oh, my God, yeah. It sounds like an exciting time. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it out there because I feel like you have to take a private jet just to get there yeah, right yeah. now. It's, it's, it's an excursion. Yeah, it definitely is. Crowd debauchery. It's going to be a lot of debauchery Pop it out there. Chanter, pop it'll be amphitheater. Uh, of course. Robbie's first question is, what about the parking? Do I have to pay for parking? I'm like, no, Robbie, you don't have to tip anybody, so don't worry about it. No, yeah. So well, now he's going for sure. Well, well, the most important thing, I do have a little bit of a concern with that. Is oh, because, you know, 
it's gonna be going. I'm gonna be there. I'm gonna start get over there by like four or five. They don't have any trolleys, by the way. All right, so you're gonna have to walk. (laughs) (laughs) Now, okay. Well, my real concern is you got the Elite Eight going on, and I'm pretty sure it's an outdoor festival. I'm pretty sure there's not gonna be a TV out outside, you know, for the Elite Eight. So I'm gonna have to bring in my my device. But yeah, well, no, uh, I don't know. There might because there's always a tent there. It's like a VIP tent area that might have TVs. I'm not sure. I we mean, got to talk to the, the, the infamous Ramses. Oh, yeah. I mean, I mean, how Mike Ramsey. Ryan likes to call Oh, how the uh, shipping <laughs> container likes to call <laughs> Ramses. I might have to talk to him to see, you know? I mean, I haven't tried the beers, by the way. I got to try the, the, the beers down the street at Winwood at Jay Wakefield. Oh, you definitely got to go check yeah, it out. The try. flight. You got to go try the flight. The flight. I would tell you who's in the lead right now, but I don't want to spoil it. Okay, no, no, don't so. spoil it to me, yeah. You know? well, we, got, we got to the championship game. We got to the second. So or the, well, Monday, which is the second, yeah, the second. The second. Because it's the day after Easter. But so, wait, is, 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 wait, is Easter the first this year? It's not April. Is Easter on April Fool's Day? Yes, it is. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? <laughs> I'm thinking about telling. So my mom's telling me. My mom's telling me, "Hey, uh, are you going to go to church with me on Sunday?" I'm like, "Yeah, of course, mom. I'm going to go to church." Well, I don't know if I'm going to go with you, but I might go. You know, to to the other one, to the other church close. To, you know, it's a little further. So she's like, "Okay, cool." So I'm thinking about maybe calling her. Right on Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and be like, "Hey, mom, I'm gonna meet you outside." Oh. <laughs> and then right before the service starts, <laughs> April Fools! Oh I'm, at my, I'm at my church. I'm not saying I'm not gonna go to church. What I'm saying, guys, is that I'm I'm gonna April Fool my mom, and she I want her to wait for me really early at the church in the front, you know, for a little while just to tease her a little bit. <laughs> April I'm still gonna go to church, everybody. Okay, I just meant I'm gonna go to the other one. So wait, wait what kids? The kids do their Easter egg hunt. They're gonna go. They're gonna go reach under the egg and they open it. It's just gonna be April Fool. Is something in there? Yeah, April IOUs is gonna be in there, right? It's not gonna be any money. It's just gonna be a paper that says IOU. That would be funny though. That that's a, that's a good that's a good one though. You should do like a like a uh, like an adult Easter egg hunt and just put IOUs in. Oh yeah, April Fools, right? Yeah. Or just or just like papers with the middle finger or something. <laughs> oh, wow, that's, not, that's not going anywhere, right? Or an actual egg inside, but it's already broken, right? So the egg oh yolk. oh god, ooh man, that's vicious. That's vicious. Getting back to crowd debauchery, though, are you really gonna get debaucherized? Is that even a well, word? Did I just come up with a word? If I if I could get you know if I could get my with the crowd, I, mean, I, I had a sample of the crowd debauchery the other day. Beast is screwed because I don't know if they have anything but beer there, and he can't drink beer. Oh well, he he well he, that's gonna be a that's, that, See, that's, that's not gonna stop him. I wish I was going just to see Beast. Yeah, he says he said he, he. I mean, inside sources tells me he plans on you know taking a a a, 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 a service that that transports people. Uh, for, uh, over there. Oh my gosh, that's gonna be an S show. I yeah, obviously I can't say the word, but it's yeah. gonna be a a Shiza, I'll, I'll, a Shiza I'll, show. I won't say the name of the company. Uber and Fluber. Uh, it rhymes with Fluber. Rhymes with Fluber. And I, I hear it's gonna go. I hear it's gonna go down. Now, I'll, if 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 I get my team, if I get give my, watch my basketball, I'll do whatever. I'll, I'll be happy. Like hey. You want know, you want to be here? Yeah, sure. Yeah, as long as I get my basketball. I'll, yeah, I'll do it. Hey, why not? Right. Like my, my number one concern there around six o'clock would be to see if I can somehow see the basketball that's going on. Uh, so which is gonna be hard to do? It's outside. Take, take your iPad, man. I'm gonna take, but I'm still gonna need a plug, and I'm still gonna need because I, I well, because you're gonna run out of battery. They might have charging stations. You might be all right. Well, I'm gonna bring it just in case. Who knows what happens. Typical, typical degenerate. And B said he would, B said he would hook me. B said he would hook me up with his connection. He you know, uses hotspot or something. You use his hotspot. You just drain his battery, yeah. right? Wait, 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 wait! Don't we have a hotspot here in the studio somewhere? I can ask if I could use it. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do that. The games aren't even on yet, dude. Relax. <laughs> so, My yeah, we'll be we'll be throwing down at, at CD tomorrow. 
at CD at the Crawl Debauchery. <laughs> you can eat some Crawl Debauchery. That, that's for sure I'm doing. Okay, let me tell you what happened to me last year, though, because I went to the yeah, event no, last year. Okay? So last year, I'm all excited. I'm like, yeah, Crawl Dads, New Orleans, the boil, and all that. I'm excited about it, right? I, I went for the food because I'm a fat ass. But whatever. I went for the food and to support my, my fellow comrades over there. And the first thing we did was, hey, let's go get some, some crawfish. So we get like a a bucket of crawfish and I'm thinking to myself ah easy peasy let's do it oh hey if you guys want the sauce or whatever it's on the side or the or the seasoning I'm like cool I'll get some of the seasoning it's a little hot alright no big deal go over to the side get my crawfish go over to the side pour some uh, seasoning on it alright I'm like alright cool ah, this, this looks like a lot of seasoning I'm not sure mind you again the seasoning is hot I could not eat more than two or three of those crawfish. My mouth started. Oh. It was on fire, dude. On fire. You know, I spent like, right. like 10 bucks on crawfish. I had to throw them all out. Oh. Nobody wanted them. It was too much seasoning on them. Oh. And by the way, not a huge fan of crawfish. The last time I ate it, it was like 20 years ago. And yeah, I was a little jit, so I don't remember. But the, but the crawfish they brought in the other day just tasted flat out amazing. And they had it mixed in with nachos. <sighs> crawfish is a little bit of an acquired taste, too. It's a little bit different than like shrimp. It's a shellfish. You know, it is. It is. To which Will Manson, who does illegal IDs here, <laughs> he's allergic to shellfish. Is he really? Yes. He, he, he couldn't eat it. He couldn't eat any of the stuff that they brought, except for like the, the, the jambalaya. Well, Will's not going to be there, right? I don't think no. He's probably not going to be there. Oh, okay, okay. But yeah, no. You know what? Now I'm thinking about. It, I'm running through my head. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm gonna have a big giant. Not only do I have an iPad, but my iPad is on a stand that 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 holds it up. So it's gonna be. I gotta put it in the right spot so because I look. Robbie, I, you should just bring like a tripod. A tripod. It's basically a tripod. basically a tripod. <laughs> That's holding on my iPad. That's awesome. So I can watch this. Because I know, because Leroy Howard's a big Michigan guy. And right. Michigan's playing Florida State Ooh. during that time. So I'm sure he's going to want to watch too. Go blue, baby. Go I, blue. It's going to be hard to get 20 or so people watching around a phone. So I'm definitely going to need a bigger screen than my phone so we watch the basketball. I don't know, man. I mean. And the connection's going to be. I'm, well, here's the thing. It's over in Pompano Beach, right? Yeah. Listen, my, my connection is, is crappy over there. Yeah. So you might want to get that hotspot from Beast. I might do that. Yeah, you might want to do that. If there's basketball on, but I'm definitely, you know, I'm bringing, yeah. I'm bringing it. I'm bringing the stand. I think you're gonna want to do that. So let's get into the heat because I got let's ten minutes it. on this segment, and you know, let's talk about the heat. I mean, look, bit, which by the way, all right, I just Bleacher Report just reported, like we were talking about, D Wade is expected to play. He'll warm up, like you said, with the intent to play tonight versus the Thunder, and but he will be held to limited minutes. Yes, yeah, full. Spolster said it won't be his normal minutes, and if he right. if he does play, and he had you know he's missed five in a row, so okay. and you know the Heat are pretty comfortable as far as playoff position, but positioning. There's seven full games up okay. on Detroit with ten to go, so it's not really that important to have Dwayne Wade out there right now. You really need it for the. I, I like the chemistry that's going on. I, right no, now I want him to play. Guys. I want him to play. But, no, I but I like the chemistry that's going on right now with without him and Whiteside. And I'm not saying that bringing them back is going to screw that up. But I really like the way they're playing. They're scoring points. Dude. I mean, they play the Knicks. Defense is, eh, whatever. Yeah, but because, I mean, they gave up 141 points eh, to Denver. Yeah. But, you know, I, does Dwayne Wade really help your defense? No. Whiteside does. He changes everything around the basket. But does Dwayne Wade really help your defense? No. So, I mean, we're, they're still going to score. They're still going to score their points. We just got to keep scoring. And look, look at, go back to that Denver game. In each of the, in the, each of the, and at the end of regulation, at the end of the first overtime, Goro, I mean, they had the, the shot they got at the end of, of, of regulation it was just like they barely I mean it was a terrible shot and then at, in the overtime they give it they, they give it to uh, and at the end of regulation they give it to Josh Richardson he comes up with a very bad short shot and doesn't get it 
Then they give it to James Johnson at the end of overtime. And he has a pretty good shot. He misses, but I mean, he he banks it off the glass and doesn't hit any. It doesn't hit anything. Right. Those are two opportunities where you would probably have Dwayne Wade take the last shot and win the win the game that he wasn't on the court for. So in those situations, I think Dwayne Wade would help. And uh, they, they could use him tonight against Oklahoma City. They can maybe try to. I mean, it's it's, it's with the Heat are in a weird spot because if you're the Heat, do you want to move out of the seventh seed? Because, you know, Boston, Kyrie Irving, he's getting surgery or whatever that is. Yeah, but right now, so you don't want to be the 8th seed because you don't want to play Toronto because Toronto's kind of locked into that first seed, right? Basically, yeah. are, are Boston and Cleveland still fighting for that 2 no, seed? No, Boston's like way ahead of Cleveland. Okay, so so right now it's, it is Cle- what it Cle- is. But Cleveland might not even move. Cleveland has to fight off Philadelphia for that 3 Philadelphia's seat. the 4 now? Philadelphia's the 4 now. And then you got Indiana and you got... So if the Heat try to go to six, they can play any one of those teams. Right. Or would you rather play a seventh seed in Boston? But the Heat do have to keep winning just to prevent them from falling back to the eighth spot, which they're not they're not that far ahead of Milwaukee, even though they do have the tiebreaker. What are they, a game and a half? Yeah, a game half. and a half. But they do have the tiebreaker. And I believe the Bucks do play tonight. But And you you want to clinch a playoff spot before you get cute. I know that they're still, they're still seven games up on Detroit. But, yeah, you want to clinch a playoff spot. But, yeah, they're, they're in a weird position. But I definitely want to see them against Oklahoma City tonight. So – I want to see them. Okay, so the first round of the playoffs, who I want to see them against. Right now, if, if if things stay the way they are, is against Boston, right? I think I think we match up well with them. We've really beat them, uh, really good this year, right? I mean, we've had a couple of close games, but at the same time, we've kind of uh, been able to really dominate some areas of the game. So I like I like the fact that. If, if, if it ends right now, we're playing Boston in the first round. I know we don't have home court. Do you rather have home court advantage? Well, I mean, because the, 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 they're only a few games out of the fourth fourth and fifth spot, right? I, I think I'd rather have the fourth spot than have you the seventh spot. spot. But I don't, know if I'd rather have the, I don't know if I'd rather have the five or the sixth spot than have the home seven. Home court, I mean. Home court, yeah. not home field. Home, home court. No, I know, I know what you meant, but like if you get to the five or six, you're still on the road to start this year. And then, you know, it's it's tricky. I think, you know what, just get in the playoffs and see what happens. I don't think the Heat should be in a position where they're working. Okay, but are you taking – Seven spot against Boston without Kyrie Irving, or are you taking the four spot home home court? What do you prefer at that point? Because I, you know, all, all things considered, it, it seems like Kyrie. I don't know. Kyrie might be out the first the first round. You know, if he if he elects to take the surgery and get that screw out or whatever it is that he has to do, because those screws are loose, right? He's got a couple of screws. I mean, loose. if you if you take the see what I did there, he yeah, got a couple screws. Uh, I see. What, if you take the four spot, you probably have to play Toronto in the second round. And, 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 and if you take the seventh spot, you probably have to play Cleveland, which will make it fun. It will be fun. I would, I would, get I'm not afraid round. of Cleveland. I mean, I, I'm I mean, not afraid of Cleveland either. Although LeBron had like 97 assists last uh, the without, other night, a without a turnover. Yeah, it was ridiculous. He's got nobody around him. It's incredible what he does. It's incredible. I mean, yeah, I mean who's this? Who's the second best player on that team? Love Rodney Hood, <laughs> George Hill, <laughs> George Hill, Larry Nance, Larry Nance, Kevin Love, Kevin Love. Exactly. He just Kevin came back Love. the other day. Yeah. I mean. That's impressive what he's doing. Is he a better is is LeBron James a better basketball player right now than he was with the Heat? He's about the same, I think. Yeah. He's I mean he's I mean, Is he just standing out that much more because of the I mean I mean he's the, the greatest basketball player. The blah that he I've, has I've had this argument all the time. Great I mean, he probably he might still be the greatest basketball player playing right now in the, on the court. Oh, I think so. Absolutely. But as far as like you know, we get asked all the time like all these rumors swirl around with the Maybe him coming back to the Heat. Would you want him back on the Heat? And the answer is no. Yeah, I know. Despite I, him being the best. He, you're anti-LeBron. You're anti-LeBron. I, I, I mean, I'm not denying his basketball abilities. Basketball ability, up there at the top. Maybe the maybe the best player in the basketball. I mean, up there, if he's not, he's, he's top three. But 
his off the court drama is just way too is, and the drama that he brings to a team every year I think the gates is on the court's value to your team and so you're, you're constantly if you, if you bring LeBron back you're constantly asking yourself when is he going to leave when is he going to leave well he does it he puts it out there he signs those one year deals with the player yeah he puts himself in that position yeah to be asked those questions but I think he loves it he, he loves, loves yeah, of course he does he loves getting all the attention he, like lo- he, lo- he loves everything revolving around him absolutely like the, he's his absolutely. mega god and when he's a free agent everybody, no free agents get signed until he gets signed like he it's incredible how he how everybody waits for him to make his decision before anybody else makes so it. So he, he's got he, he loves that total control and just everybody's talking about LeBron nonstop and everything's all about him. And that's why as great as he is in the basketball court, that's why I don't think it's worth the drama for the Heat. Pete, don't don't free up cap space for LeBron. Don't do it. You don't have cap space, thankfully. By, by the way, you're you're looking at the camera. There's nobody there. Okay, he's looking at the camera. There's nobody at the camera because we're not we're not uh we're not live on on on, on the camera on, on the camera today. We're only live on air, um on the on the radio on sportsovertime.com. Wait, it should be. But by the way, do you can you tell can you tell if uh your boy uh what's his name Tony is that what his name Big is? Tony Big Tony. If he's if he's listening, you can't tell, right? Only if we were live on the. If camera. we were live, yeah, he would comment and say like right. how, much, how, how much you know last night, what he did last night. <laughs> Talk you know, about the, the popcorn pop, trick. The popcorn trick. Oh, he's been, he's been seeing a lot of movies. I see him posting stuff about a lot of movies. He might be he might, he might be a popcorn trick. I think Pacific Rim comes out today. Yeah, that's the a, second that's one. A I want to see that. Yeah, it looks like. And then you got good. you got the. Uh, I think next month you got the Avengers. Next month you have the Avengers. And there's another following, one. The following month you have Deadpool. Deadpool. And that's Star right. Wars, which is the, the, the solo the, story. The Han story. Oh, and there's another one with Sorry. Hot Chick. Uh, Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider yeah. that's right. Nah, Tomb Raider. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. I've never been a huge fan of Tomb Raider. What? Even when Angelina Jolie was Tomb Raider, yeah. didn't call my attention. But Robbie. But, I mean, but Tony's, Tony's watching them all. He's watching them all. And he might be popcorn tricking. And which, by the way, speak, speaking of Hot Chick, all right? Not that he's a hot chick. Robbie's not a hot chick. I don't know where the hell. I, that was a terrible segue <laughs> this could be the worst transition. Okay, of this was a terrible segue, terrible transition. But Robbie's got this beard going on right oh now. Oh my god! All right, and he's—I mean—he's growing it out, man. It looks like you, like you've got some substance to that beard, dude. I think what you should do is just tape it up, get him really nice and neat. Chicks dig beards. I'm telling you. Yeah, I, I, I believe you, you're man. right, but the, the reason why, honestly, the reason why you, I've been going you out, kind of have that shaggy look right now. Right? I do have a shaggy look. That's okay. Look. Chicks like the shaggy look as well. But if you get it nice oh, and lined up, dude, you're gonna kill it's it out there, bro. So All you gotta look. Put, put <laughs> I a, just went to the camera again. Put a shirt on that says "I'm in radio," with your with with a nice with a nice look on your beard. Get some, you know, they've got some beard gel or something. Yeah, they look real nice, man. Well, the, re- the reason why I have my beard grown out this way is because honestly, because my my machine that I have that that you know it, it right. broke. It okay. broke, All so right. I'm just like I'm just too lazy to it's a just blessing in disguise, man. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just going yeah. out. Go get and, yourself and, and a razor. This far, it's gonna take it's gonna take forever to do the traditional shave with the beard. Yeah, going. well, not only that, don't go don't go to like one of these barber shops and tell them you want to get your beard trimmed and stuff. I'm gonna charge you like twelve or fifteen bucks no, just not, to do that. Yeah, Screw I'm not that. doing do it yourself. No I, of course, when I go myself. to the barber shop, I tell them, hey man, leave my beard alone. If you want to tape it up, you can. But I'm not, you know, I'm not paying for that, man. I'm not paying for that. I'm not. I just. I just had I just really was I, I've never been closer to cursing on the radio not because you're making me mad but like I, I almost like I almost got like so fired up I said I almost said bleep the barbershop I was very close to actually saying yeah, it yeah Robbie you don't know what a barbershop looks like right? yeah. when's the last time you went to a barbershop Wow! And now, now when I get my when I get my buzz cut, I, I call my uncle and he, yeah, he just yeah, he's a la, la I, machina. I, I that's gotta, it. You gotta give him a call. I gotta give him a call. Not me, man. I gotta go. So to you the think I should try this out at, at Ultra? This new beard. Yeah, Ultra's going on right now. I mean, yeah, yeah. I wish you would have been able to grow that man bun. I wish Houston yeah. was still in the in the uh, the tournament, man. Because oh. you with a man bun, woo! 
you they be got, killing they, it, they, boy. They blew it too, man. They they could have still been they could have still been going. But then how 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 lit is it going to be at all? I mean, you can think of, you got crowd debauchery and you got ultra going on at the same time. Completely different sides of, of the world. Too. Yeah, dude, it's completely opposite. I think I'd rather be a crowd debauchery. I think they're both going to be debaucherous. Oh, you think they'll have the elite eight on at ultra? Did we have this conversation? <laughs> Highly unlikely. Yeah, I think we had the conversation. Where, where, my brilliant business idea were to have you have a big giant screen that has the basketball on, but you do, but you have like you sell like the special headphones so the people at Ultra can listen to the game. <laughs> so they're doing this, Everyone, they're cheering, yeah. but it's actually for the game that and, they're listening and, and, to. And meanwhile, it won't. Distru- What's the point? It's a music thing. You got Why are you going to have headphones on to be listening to a game when you're trying there listening to music? Well, I'm, I'm sure you would go to Ultra not just for the music. You go to Ultra to see, you know, let's let's be honest here, to see people dress very. Not dressed. Oh, you should have seen some of the people that were walking. Oh around yeah, here. yeah, yeah. Did you see them? I did. I did see some of that. That was pretty interesting. I'm not gonna lie. So you could still like pretend like you're bouncing, pow, 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 pow. But you got, and you're watching basketball, and you're not disrupting the party going on at Ultra. I think like that's a. Wait, wait, man! Traffic's gonna be crazy though this week. Traffic, yeah, this week is gonna be crazy. I mean, just if you see the people that I saw while I was walking in here earlier, that was interesting. I mean, I've never. Uh, I don't think I've, I've never been to Ultra. I don't. I don't think if someone paid me, I think I would. I would still not go. Yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not. A, I'm not a huge. I'm not, I'm not a, you gotta be. You gotta be a druggie. You gotta be a hardcore druggie. I if think. I go, if I go, it's just to experience it one time, uh, for one day. I don't need to be there all three days. Just go experience the, the crowd. Do people actually sleep all there the all craziness. Do people uh, actually just stay there? No, all no, because the the party ends at twelve o'clock every night. Really? Yes, ends at twelve, and then it starts again at three the next day. For three p.m. Yeah, three p.m. to twelve. Three to twelve. Three. But, to 12. but if you're if you're hopped up on like twelve, well, it's three to twelve. Three to twelve, and then Sunday is three to to uh, to eleven. One extra hour. Yeah, three to eleven. Noise ordinance. Noise ordinance. (laughs) I mean, but if you're hopped up on twelve different goofballs, you're like you're at ultra partying hard for nine hours, and then you're passed out on the floor, and then you wake up at three o'clock again. Again, yeah, people do it, man. It's incredible. I'm I'm not about. I mean, do they kick you out? And like, can you sleep on the lawn or whatever it is like that? You might be able to sleep right outside the lawn, but I'm sure the cops will have something to say about that. Yeah, they won't let you. Well, but if you what if you have legally have tickets for all three. Days like, oh, look, 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 I got my Saturday right here. Here you go, officer. You'll probably have to leave the premise, whatever. I mean, there's people that do weird stuff yeah. over there, yeah. So, we got about a minute left, Robbie. What are you going to be doing this weekend aside from crowd debauchery? I mean, I'm, basketball, I'm, that's it. You know what? You know what? I, you know, if, I, if I could, I could if I go to crowd debauchery, I, I could still make ultra on after the afterwards. Hey, or, or I on think Sunday. you might might as well do it, man. <laughs> not, Why not, not bro? Live a little, Robbie. <laughs> Live a little, damn it. Live. Yeah, definitely crowd debauchery and basketball. Or I'm going to be attempting to watch basketball at crowd debauchery. That's a, that's a mission. Well, check this out. It's seven o'clock now. All right. So, the games have started. Boom. So, so we got to get out of here. Let's go. I'm Basketball done. time. I'm done. Next week. Next week's going to be a fun one. We'll have uh, Eric Marrero, I think, is going to come back oh, on we next week. we preview the Final Four next yeah, week. Yeah, we'll preview the Final Four next week. We will talk a little bit more basketball. I think it's it's going to be a oh, basketball-laden show uh, next week. The, the, the baseball season opens on Thursday, so we'll, we'll be on. season as well. Ooh, we got Thursday. a nice show next Thursday. We gotta, we'll, we'll be talking day two of the baseball season. For all you baseball heads out there, not too many, but... We'll talk baseball. I love baseball. We'll bring on uh, some guys that uh, that play in the, in the in the league. Hopefully, I got a couple of friends that maybe want to come on and talk a little bit about what opening day is like. So, who we'll knows? It'll be fun. Tune in. Fun. Tune in. You can, find, you can find uh, me on the weekly sports drop Instagram. Just search the weekly sports drop. The podcast will be out on SoundCloud and iTunes in just a moment, in a little bit. Go check us out there and on Twitter at Sports Drop Jocks. Once again, I am Jazz Santana, Robbie Campbell over here in the studio with me. Thank you, my man, Robbie. Appreciate it. Next week again, Friday from 6 to 7 on sportsovertime.com. Robbie, you got anything to say? Because I see you touching the mic again, man. 
67 sports over time. Maybe we'll have the camera working by then. Maybe. If we'll not, have- I'm kind of glad it didn't work today. Robbie with a new beard, though. Peace. Peace. <laughs>